The theme for today's episode is accountability. The guest that I have on is the creator of Basic Humanity, which is a lifestyle brand that promotes the importance of us taking full ownership for what we think, say, and do so that we can more effectively be the change that we want to see in the world. So without further ado, let's get this episode underway. This is the Balance Period Podcast where we use a special set of questions to observe life content from the past through the lens of present-day perspective with intention of manifesting the reality we desire. I'm your host, Raymond Ashiel. Let's learn and grow together. All right. I would like to welcome you all back to the Balance Period Podcast. For today's episode, I actually have a guest, a special guest. Her name is Lex Griffin. And before I give her some time to share with you all more about who she is and what she does, I'm going to give you a little background as to how I know her and how I got her on the show. So essentially, I just met her last week. She uh, ended up hearing one of my podcasts and reached out to me and wanted to be on. So I am grateful that she wants to be a part of the podcast and I went ahead and did some research to see exactly what it is that she did and she um, works with a movement that, that she started and she created called Basic Humanity. So um, just to, I'm going to read a little snippet from um, part of, of her purpose that she has on her website, but this was something that really stuck out to me and I appreciate it a lot. So it says, it is our belief that the more confident and conscious people are the more they can take responsibility for where they are and move forward. Thinking better allows you to be better and make things better for the world. So that is something that I appreciate because it's something that I aspire to do, um, not only with everything that I do personally, but also with Balance Period. So thank you, Lex, for wanting to be a part of the show and, uh, and doing what yeah. you do on a daily basis. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you informing yourself about me and just kind of, you know, knowing what what's going on with what I do. And um, I appreciate you making the room for and for me to be here today and the time today. Thank no you. At all. So I'm going to give you some time now to share with the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So, um, right. I'm Lex Griffin and I'm a coach, strategy expert and the creator of Base Humanity. So just to kind of give a little bit about basic humanity, you know, as you just did, I was eloquent of what we have on the website. <laughs> um, but basic humanity is an egalitarian effort, I guess I would say, to change the way that we think about humanitarianism in the world and to make it more of a monolithic approach that we apply to the masses and we identify with as the masses, not something that you go overseas to do and to help you know people abroad but a concept that you can apply on a daily basis in how you show up in life and how you approach things in life as a humanitarian and thinking of being your best self every day and reflecting that into the world um I teach this through the basic humanity method and working with my clients and coaching them one-on-one -on -one and kind of helping them realize that through a process of using principles and exposing them to certain readings and kind of going through the process along with that, helping them with their uh, normal day-to-day -day issues, negative thinking, wanting to overcome certain issues. But the, as you read on the website, it is in my opinion that 
we can be better, you know, we can make things better for the world. So, you know, that's what I attempt to do through the basic humanity method as I work with my clients individually. That is absolutely amazing. So, yes, once again, thank you for what you do, because it's important. I think uh, one, one thing that I tell people all the time, and it's pretty cliche, but we have to be the change that we want to see in the world. If absolutely. there's something that we want to accomplish, no one else will care more about it than, than us. So we're going to have to take that stand, take the steps necessary to make that change happen as best that we can. So thank you for what you do. Yes, I appreciate it. And that's so um, important for us to know that we have to be the change. And it's kind of going to lead into, I think, what we're going to discuss more about, you know, something that was important in my Mm -hmm. life. But um, yes, we need to have ownership over what's going on, as I mentioned, taking responsibility, not just for ourselves, but the things that we see in the world. We're a part of that. For sure. Correct. All right, so we're going to go right into that first question. So the first question that I'll ask you today is what is the most important life lesson that you have experienced thus far? Right. And so it sounds like, well, I guess I guess I don't think for anyone that could be an easy question. <laughs> so, I don't, you know, it was for me, it was a, it was a big challenge. And um, but I will say that I do have to point to this because it really was a paradigm shift and it really was the start of everything that put me on the trajectory to create basic humanity. But just truly realizing who I was and my place in the world was the most important life lesson. I mean, that may sound obvious and basic to a lot of people, but for me, I probably had gone 28 years of my life not really aware of like exactly who I was and being that change and understanding, you know, for example, that, you know, I'm not only the ripple in the ocean, but I am the ocean. That that things are so important and I am everything, but I'm Mm -hmm. also nothing. Um, I think those types of concepts sound very conflicting and that sounds confusing, but in essence, that is who we all truly are. We all have a unique gift and we all are part and connected to the bigger picture. But as time goes on and things move forward, um, we're also just an individual, our individual selves. And we shouldn't take things so seriously and just really have fun in life. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. I, I, that's what I said. I mean, I know that that's, that's probably like, well, where do you right. go from there? <laughs> that's a really kind of like huge thing. But, um, you know, that be better thing is really about connecting yourself to the ultimate creator. You know, we all are very unique. We all have a special gift. And as opposed to kind of stumbling around and kind of trying to figure out who you are, looking internally, because all of the answers are inside, you know, all of the answers are there. And so, you know, I do understand that a lot of those concepts can be very new to people. They are practiced a lot in yoga or in, you know, the Hindu culture or Buddhist cultures and, and, and maybe not on a mass scale in America, kind of identifying ourselves pluralistically. Mm-hmm. But that is the, the point that we kind of have to change the way that we think and not just kind of go on our default settings, but be deliberate about how we show up each day um, and being intentional about who we Very are. Very true. That's, that's so important. Yes. All right. So now I'm going to go to uh, a more random question. So before you kind of knew that one was coming, this one, <laughs> this one is straight out of a deck of cards that I have. 
Um, and it's completely up for your interpretation. So whatever first first thing that mm-hmm. comes to mind, I would say roll with it. Um, and it just gives us a, a time to sit back and listen so that we can see life from your perspective a little bit more. All right. Okay. Sure. So what mistake would you make again? <laughs> very interesting. That's a very interesting question. Um, I've made so many mistakes on purpose right you know already so i will say that i I come from very humble beginnings you know i grew up with a single mother raising three kids we grew up on in chicago on in poverty and from that i never saw examples of things that Mm -hmm. i wanted to do someone with an mba or someone who worked in corporate america or you know all of these things were things that i either saw on tv or i read about in books but i knew that i wanted to to be quote unquote successful and going in that direction you know allowed me or i had to take a lot of risk and i actually had to become kind of numb to the impacts of making mistakes and really appreciate the process of making mistakes and knowing that it's really about learning. And I learned that very early on that like I was making so many more mistakes than my friends that I became so much more experienced that had so much more understanding of things that were going on in the world because I was actually getting out there trying to make mistakes and really going for it and failing and Mm -hmm. learning from it. Um, And so I would say, I guess the mistake I would make again is continuing to make mistakes and make all the mistakes that I've already made, because um, I know that without those mistakes, it would not give me the insight to work with my clients and kind of help them from that perspective of making mistakes or having that negative self-talk or being in those places where you feel down and out. We all have to have our lows to, you know, really appreciate those highs and so um, mistakes, the way that we kind of brand mistakes as something negative or something that we want to avoid or bad. Um, I don't think of mistakes as good or bad. They just happen and they teach us lessons. And I'm kind of inviting those things because I feel like when I'm making mistakes, then that means I'm really taking risks and I'm really out here right. living and uh experiencing so wow yeah Yeah, that's awesome that was something that i learned a lot last year um i had to really figure out um like you mentioned negative self-talk it was always Mm -hmm. either something was good or bad and most times it was bad when i was making mistakes so like you were saying being able to Mm -hmm. separate that and detach um my worth and my value from the mistakes that i made and understand that mistakes are necessary in order for us to learn anything we have to try stuff and if we do it right all the time, then we're not really learning. So mistakes are definitely important <laughs> for us to continue to learn and grow Absolutely. Um, and add value not only to our lives, but to the lives of the people that we interact with and that we want to impact. So, <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's kind of the, the, the rule book. Like that's kind of like the way things were designed for us to kind of learn. There really isn't like a true um, 
manual for living life and you kind of live you kind of learn how to live life through all of the mistakes that you either learn or or um that you make on your own and learn from or the mistakes that you observe through others and that's one thing that i would say that i do encourage people is learn from other people's mm-hmm. mistakes that's a big thing for me is i took a lot of mistakes i made a lot of mistakes but they were very calculated mistakes and they weren't the same mistakes i weren't i wasn't repeating the same mistakes over and over. i would make one mistake shift and make a different mistake um and if i read about someone making a a mistake i would try to avoid that so um yeah i mean mistake it up like like make mistakes (laughs) (laughs) you'll you'll survive And, and just and just really quick one other thing i wanted to mention when you just mentioned the word detachment because i love to talk about detachment but um yeah detachment was so important to me that's something else i teach in basic humanity method that detaching yourself from things like good or bad, like mistakes being good or bad, or this situation being good or bad, will give you the perspective to be able to just reattach to life. And I say detach to reattach, because once you kind of like detach from everything and you're like, actually, you know, I can, right. I'm going to survive every day. Like when I make mistakes, I'm actually going to wake up. I'm going to be good. Yeah. You, know, you know, Lord will, I'm going to be good. <laughs> so, you know, why not just, show up every day and like kill it you know what I'm saying like why not just show up every day and like at least try to be your best self because like it's hard either way so like (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) this way at least this way has some evidence saying that you know maybe you'll get something on the right track sure yeah and I think uh, in general in in order for me to 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 detach it, it took me um, understanding my mortality and understanding that we're only here for a very short time, like in the span of what this world is and what we know with history, we're only here for a short time. So trying to appreciate that can on a daily basis. And like you were mentioning before, being intentional about who we are. I just look at it, be intentional about what I think, say, and do. Um, the more that we do that, honestly, just the better our experience will be here. And then just the bigger ripple effect that we'll have with positivity for the rest of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That that perspective on mortality. I feel like people, one of my first jobs uh, kind of breaking into the finance space was insurance where I like sold life insurance policies. I was like 21 years mm-hmm. old and I would like sell life insurance policies to, to seniors and thought about mortality that a lot of people don't want to talk about death. They don't want to address their mortality so they don't plan right. for it. They don't live in a certain way that you know it's coming. It's the fate of us all and detaching yourself from that good or bad even as it applies to mortality mm-hmm. will as you said allow you to show up as your best self every day because as you said life is short and i just think a lot of people stay in a box and they live their life very you know conservatively or trying to be safe um because they feel like it'll, I don't know, accelerate their death or make this place more scary. I don't know what it is, but there's just so many people that aren't really living their passion and um, being fulfilled every day through their work and what they're spending, they spend their time on. Even myself. I mean, let me, let me just say that. So, oh, am I able to make an announcement? Can I, can I talk about the uh, an announcement that I said I was going to make? Sure, um, you go ahead and have that right now. Many people may not know this. So um, I, you know, as I mentioned, I had a career in finance as my latest 
job, my latest role, I was working in finance for the mayor of Washington, D.C. So I kind of have been tight lipped over the last couple of years because um, there was a lot of visibility in that role and a lot of things that I couldn't speak about. But I have recently completely become an entrepreneur as of about five months ago and and a hundred percent devoted to basic humanity and no longer having a job. So my announcement is that I'm retired as I've been telling people <laughs> we're retired in the sense of working in the traditional job of working for someone else and kind of pulling those 50, 60 hour weeks um, and just using kind of practicing what I preach of investing my time and what I'm passionate about and what fulfills me and showing up how I want to show up every day. Um, and that has, I, I will, will be honest that it wasn't, I wanted to do it. I was planning for it, but the universe kind of made it happen. And I already knew that that was going to be my last job working like that mm -hmm. ever again. And so, um, and so, yeah, I'm completely uh, focused on what I want to do every day and, I want to be able to be that message for people. Um, I, I love my career. I had a great career. It took me a while to kind of get away from it in that way fully. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, what I'm doing with Basic Humanity is what really gets me fired up every day. And so I, I want to focus as much effort and energy into helping people in that way as possible. That's absolutely amazing. For, for me to hear that, that's something that, I feel like I'm right now in the process of working towards. You know, I want to work to not necessarily work for anyone else, but to be solely dedicated to um, to balance period and to what I'm doing there. So yeah. that's definitely inspiring because, I mean, I'm I'm working, I'm walking along that path. So to know that you were able to accomplish that, um, honestly, I guess with that, if there's any tips or things that you have for someone that wants to do the same mm -hmm. thing, what what would they be? I would say, um, so one thing is I always have work to learn. Okay. That was something that I learned back in uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read that book a while back and, you know, Robert Kiyosaki speaks a lot about how his rich dad taught him that you work a job not to make money, but you work to learn. So that's why I had so many changes in my career going from investment banking to corporate finance, then to working in political and politics and budgeting, because I wanted to get that perspective of what is managing money like in all of these different realms? And now it has given me, given me that full on financial strategic perspective that gave me that confidence to say, you know what, um, you have some value to add in this lane. Um, another point of advice that I would give is that it can be if you have a, a career that you are relying on, just like you're doing it mm -hmm making that transition. I've been working on the website, probably my online presence has been in the last six months, but over the last year, I've been working on these concepts and principles and building things out. So just making that transition, I think is key and helps you feel more secure about it. So, and that's what I did. I, I didn't just up one day and quit. Um, I really had a plan and I knew that 2019 was going to be my year that I was going to exit from working in the traditional Perfect. sense. That's awesome. Thank you. I'll, I'll definitely keep all those, all those things in mind as I continue to maneuver my way through, through this portion of my life. <laughs>
Yeah, I think fundamentally, which is why I feel like I don't even know if that advice is like, you know, all that good. It's kind of vanilla. But, you know, in essence, I just really feel like when you start this internal uh, reflection and as you are doing, you see your path, you kind of your path becomes more clear for you. And I just really feel like the universe opens up when you decide. Okay, let me just add one more thing that when you actually make the decision that I am going to put action behind that. I really do feel like the universe opens up because even as of months ago when I decided to, you know, go out on my own with Bakers of Humanity, so many more opportunities have rewarded me for making that decision and being confident about myself and having faith. So yeah, I really feel like the universe rewards you for truly following your path and honoring yourself uh, and you know, creating that purpose in your life because being happy or having joy or peace is something that we have to work at every day mm-hmm. and do podcasts and web, you know, we have to work at being happy. Um, so yeah. Wow. Perfect. Well, thank you so much again for everything that you were able to add today. Uh, it's a lot of value. So thank you. What I want to do now is give you a little bit of, a little bit of time to do any promotion and anything that you want people to be aware of, of what you're doing or something that's happening around you uh, in your community? Yeah, sure. So um, I would just say now, um, look out for the new upcoming content for 2019. We're adding a lot of things at basichumanity.com. And because I, as I just mentioned, recently retired or exited from my traditional work. I have a four week free promotion for my basic humanity coaching where I'm offering four weeks free for new clients. Um, I have a bit more bandwidth and client sessions will be opening up in April. Um, And so that's about it. That's kind of what we have going on. Just really having people. Oh, and check me out and Instagram and Twitter at the Lex Gray. And I absolutely appreciate you having me on the balance period. This has been great. I love the mission and what you have going on and, and just taking the past, present and future, because we, we need to have that perspective to truly understand who we are and how to show up every day. So um, I appreciate podcasts like this that are bringing that consciousness and awareness to people. Well, yes. Thank you so much for, for not only being aware of that, but, sharing that with me so thank you yeah absolutely well all right i will let you get back to your day thanks again for being on and i look forward to continuing to watch you grow now that you are fully immersed in in basic humanity i'm looking forward to seeing the growth there as time progresses (laughs) yeah sounds good and the same for you i'm definitely going to be checking out and see y'all seeing all the progress that you'll be making thanks so much all right peace enjoy the rest of your day thanks you too bye Thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's episode. I'm so grateful for the support and the positive feedback that I've continued to receive about the messages that we talk about on the podcast. With that being said, I'm excited to announce that Balance Period will now be actively accepting donations. These donations will be used to support different organizations that help promote education. The more we learn, the more opportunities we have to grow. And the more we grow, the increased capacity we have to add value to the lives of others. So how are you able to donate? Well, currently we are using the Cash app. So if you download the Cash app, you can search us by the name of Balance Period. 
Now remember, every penny counts, so thanks in advance for your donation. Also, if you personally have an organization that you are a part of or that you would like Balance Period to help support, feel free to let me know. You can contact me via Instagram. My handle is at the Raymond Ashiel. And that concludes another episode of the Balance Period podcast. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to give this a listen. Also, if there's any feedback that you have for me, you can leave it through the Anchor app or you can contact me directly through my Twitter page. And that's at my word is underscore law. Thanks again. And I look forward to having you tune in for the next episode.